Um, and there are societies that are full that are. I've heard that the Swiss are highly armed. Yes, that they all have automatic weapons. Yes, but they don't have this problem. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. that now you're starting to touch a little bit on what I think the Second Amendment really was originally about, and that uh-huh. is. Uh, I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain, and we've been friends for more than twenty years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and we talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. All right, we're back at the Hopper. Willie, All right, yeah. We need to talk about guns. Yes. So it's a big topic right now. It There's is. been a number of shootings again, um, yes. school shootings. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Public shootings, right. which always uh, riles everyone up. Yes, um, that's right. Although Everybody. It's a, it's a very small percentage yep. of the gun violence that we have in our country. Oh, yeah, There's, um, like school shootings or mass shootings, tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of, our, of gun but violence. But they definitely mm-hmm. stir the pot the most yes. because they're tragic. Right. They're horrible. I think there's that, and then also they stir the pot because... It could happen to anybody. Yeah. Right? So much gun violence is, um, if you're in a part of a gang or you live in a violent neighborhood, if I can get myself, you know, where away, I'm from a, that. away from all that, mm-hmm. then then I, I'm pretty safe, except when someone goes into some school and shoots everybody up. Someone goes into Walmart, shoots everybody up. Someone right. goes into whatever. I'm like, oh, that could, that could have been me. Right. When I hear about gang violence or I hear about, right. you know, that... I don't feel sympathetic to that. I think it, it's. I'm not saying I, I think right. that that's typical. Of, I hear you. Yeah, you know the 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 vast majority of of gun violence, as far as our statistics, which I think is this makes it difficult. Yeah, is suicide. Yes. Oh well, the vast majority. So it's a little bit over half. It's like 54 percent of gun deaths are suicidal. Mm-hmm. And the well, you know, that's interesting. Because um, that's not the number I saw. Okay, uh, and so it, this is this is stereotypical for this topic. I don't trust the numbers. Fair enough. Because I guess there's too many correlations and too many different ways that you can trunk them up and fair enough change it. So, and what time period, right? So right, it's, and yeah. what are you including and what are you excluding? It, and so right, the stats right. are, are misused. I think on both sides for this. I agree. I agree. So uh, th- I just think we we'll, we'll, we can quote stuff like that, but I think that's a good caveat to say. Yeah, good call. Th- good these call. stats are going to be. You know, you can't you can't rely on these numbers from sure, anyone. Sure, sure. Particularly. But, but certainly, you're right. The, Suicide does is a majority of is gun, majority. Yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. And and um, well, we, we want to talk about suicide because you know it is it, it is making suicide more readily available. You mean um, the presence of guns? The presence of guns. Yes, no doubt. Um, however, um, people. I mean, there there are better ways to commit suicide. If you ask me, I mean, that's uh-huh. not the way I would do it. Uh-huh. I wouldn't shoot myself. Sure. Um, there have been people who've shot themselves and survived. Yeah. Um, and that's a you know in their you don't head. want that. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. Um, and so uh, uh, I don't think it'll, of course, remove suicide. But I do think a lot of suicides are a rash, emotional yes. decision. Yes. And if there is a an available weapon. Yep. To just go ahead and do that abruptly. Uh huh. Irrationally. Yep. That that is a, a factor. Yep. And the number of suicides by gun. That's right. Um, and then it, you're right. Then the next category is street violence, gang violence. Uh-huh. Um, and that's, that is a little bit different. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, however, again, this is one of our societal ills. Yeah. And so it does have to enter into the conversation. No doubt. But generally, everyone freaks out with this, yeah, these mass shootings that are, I think, extraordinarily rare that it would happen to you, but it, it exists, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Let's, um... 
maybe we maybe we can attack this at this point. You know, thinking about some of the myths, what I think are myths of um, the people who say that they uh, need to have a gun. Okay. So uh, one of the myths I we've already alluded a little bit to this is um, I need to have a gun to protect my family. Do you think that's a myth? I do. And here's why. Okay. Um, access, what, what, something that you just said, access to a yeah. gun, depending on the numbers, however you look at it, um, something like triples the risk of suicide. Mm-hmm. If someone is suicidal, you're exactly right. That's, a, that's often a, something that passes over, you know, okay, things get better. But if you have access to an, an immediate lethal uh, way of killing yourself, mm-hmm. then you, and you can, it's easy to take it. I don't think that answered your question about protecting your family. Okay, though. if you have access to the gun, uh, an access to a gun in a house, uh, something like doubles the risk of being a homicide victim. Uh huh. And for similar uh, reasons, I guess, the emotional override are, in that, that yes, it's just it's readily available. If you have access to a gun, um, you in, in, someone in a home who has a access. A free access to a gun. So I'm, when I say access to a gun, I'm seeing not locked up away in a safe where it's mm-hmm. difficult to get to. But if you have access to the gun, um, you are more likely to be, that gun is more likely to be used on someone who lives in the house mm-hmm. than it is to an intruder or someone else. Yeah. Did you know that it, that um, a stab wound is far more deadly than a bullet wound? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, stabbing wounds are far worse and I just think that's a, that probably would just be a replacement. I mean, knives are everywhere, right? Maybe. All over the kitchen. I mean, you need them. They're part of sure. our tools. Sure. And um, if there wasn't a gun, I mean, if, they, if there was a gun, they'll probably go for the gun. But if there wasn't a gun, don't you think they'd go for a knife? Maybe. People are stabbed all the time. Sure, sure. All right. Yeah. Um, access to a gun means that a woman who is living with an abusive partner is five times greater risk of being murdered. By that, or murdered in general, excuse me, mm-hmm. because they are more like because that gun is, in other words, the presence of a gun, uh, evidence is overwhelming saying that if you have a gun in your home, you your the people in the home where the gun is are at greater risk of violence and murder themselves. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think murder or violence with a gun, but I'm not sure that. You know, see how, see how the, how complicated this could be, and how studies can be can be produced to say what people want politically. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, because uh, there there are lots of ways to kill somebody. Sure. Um, so, does the presence of a gun necessitate or cause greater homicide? I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. So that that probably, particular probably question, with the gun, I don't know. Probably with the gun, if it's available, that's probably the go-to option. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't yeah, know the answer I don't to either. that. I don't um, know who would. Sure. Yeah. But I think in either case, the presence of a gun doesn't provide protection. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I still I don't think you've answered your question yet as far as uh, that being a myth. Like, you're you're giving reasons why not to have a gun, but yeah, th- but well, t- the myth is uh, I, someone saying I need a gun to protect my family. Yeah, uh, a gun that is readily available to protect your family is more likely to be used to hurt someone who lives in the home mm-hmm. than to hurt than, than to protect them. I see, but still, the piece of protection I don't think has been addressed. Is it valid to try to protect your it's home? It's certainly valid 
Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I should definitely yeah. try to protect my family, and I do. Uh-huh. And I think the evidence to me has been overwhelming that one of the ways I protect my family is by not owning a gun. Hmm. Because that introduces more danger to my family. Interesting. I think that that's true with the lack of uh, gun safety, the lack of knowledge of guns. And so I, I am for reform, gun reform. Okay. And what you might call gun control in the degree that I think it's a serious matter. Yeah. And it needs... Um, it needs various checkpoints and and um, uh, ways to regulate. Okay. But the people that uh, so I know folks who have guns. Sure. And um, they carry guns around me all the time whenever I'm with them. But you never know about it. Okay. You never see them. There's no real discussion about it. Uh huh. Um, would you feel more at risk being around that person or safer around that person? Definitely more at risk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they might just lose their cool and shoot people? Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> this this um, goes to another, this, this is related to another common, I think, like a bumper sticker phrase that I think is not true. Mm-hmm. And that is, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Right? And the problem I have with that is that the line between good guys and bad guys, to me, is not very clear. Uh-huh. is, in fact, very, very unclear because people are not all good or all bad. And people have emotional states that are all over the place. And when you get really scared, yeah. if you have access to a gun and you feel threatened yourself, um, you are, I know well, I know my heart, um, and I think this is true for probably for most people, although maybe I'm projecting, is that if I feel threatened and I have access to a gun, I'm going to whip that baby out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, instead of exploring other options. You think? Yes, absolutely. You're saying that for yourself. I you would do so. that. You would... I, I think so. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I, yeah, I mean, I think you and I have talked before. I've never touched a gun in my life. Yeah. I'm, so I don't, so like that, that is not something. Yeah. But um, my wife has talked about her use of guns mm-hmm. and, uh, and and her like like uh, she has shot some semi-automatic semi-automatic weapons, and she said, "Oh yeah, that felt really really good. I should never own one of these," uh-huh. because of her own sense of okay, this is yeah the uh, the the power that comes with it, and you immediately go to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I I just saw a video. Uh-huh. Uh of a man walking into the back of a restaurant who's upset about something. Yeah. And there are two women back there, cooks. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a large, strong man. And he walked up to complain about something and yeah. just hit the woman in the face so hard. It's a startling video. Sure. It's a shocking sure, video. Sure, 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 yeah. Um, and so he he's back there to assault people, mm-hmm. to hurt people. The other one had a little pistol, and she pulled it out. And pointed at him, mm-hmm. and and the the situation was diffused. Okay. Um, the guy realized, oh, I'm about to get shot if I continue with what I plan to do, which is to beat up these women. Sure. Uh, or or worse, uh-huh. God only knows what he would have done. Uh huh. Right. He hit this woman so hard. I'm really surprised she didn't just fall to the floor out cold. Yeah. I mean, she was just cold. Yeah, hot. yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the woman pulls out a pistol. There's some words exchanged. He starts backing up. He has his hands, and he and he, you know, it's diffused. Right. They have a camera, obviously. Yep. So I, uh, you know, they're they're probably going to have the police pick this person up. Sure. Um, that to me is is what people are trying to say when they say uh, it, it's a valid equalizer uh-huh. of uh, what otherwise women are much more susceptible. I mean, this guy, there are two women, but this guy could have easily overpowered both of them. Sure, I get and it. Done I get everyone, it. I understand right? that. There's just too big of a difference sure. between the male and female so, body, typically. So, right. This, this is an equalizer, right? Uh, sort of. Whoever, whoever has the gun uh, is it, not equal, right? It's, it's not an equalizer because she all of a sudden has all the power now. But she didn't shoot him. She didn't shoot him. That's right. But she would have been an illegal right to do so. Yes. And so next time, let's play this scenario out again, mm-hmm. and she's got a gun, and he's got a gun. Uh-huh. Okay, so then what happens? We have a shootout. Well, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. But I, don't, but I don't think the answer is uh, just let this man pummel these two women or rape them or kill them or whatever because he's pissed off about some burger that was cooked wrong or something stupid. Right? I mean... That is a terrible thing to happen. There's no question about that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to leave women vulnerable or men. Or I mean, anybody vulnerable, right? Uh, for sure. And I don't think the answer is to arm everybody so that when I feel threatened, then I, okay, I, I'm just going to pull this out, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm having a bad day. My emotional state is bad, and you know, the next person who crosses me uh, is going to get it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hearing. I'm just I'm playing a little devil's advocate and pushing this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I got it. So, um, th- you know, I have a friend who lives out on a farm. Mm-hmm. He's way out of town. Yeah. I mean, way out of town. Yeah. And he says, you know, people uh, don't realize, because they're thinking about a suburban or urban sure, environment, sure, sure, sure. that I'm just out here on my own. Yeah. And if something goes bad out here, it's upon it's all upon me to yeah. protect my family. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not going to be any police rolling by anytime soon. Sure. They're not going to be neighbors running over or like cameras or uh-huh. like it's upon me yeah. to protect my family. Yeah. I think that he has a valid point there. Yes. And and I do think it is a God-given right to protect yourself. There's no question about that. And then, and then there are all kinds of questions like uh, so you say what what happens when he has a gun? Well, very likely he could have had a gun. But when a gun's drawn upon him and he's been a, a perpetrator, he's not going to pull it out and get shot immediately. Sure. But um, but people do have guns. Yes. And the question is, um, is the answer to completely disarm society? Could that even be done? Oh, that's a, now that's a different question. I think that's a very different question. Um, yes. And that's, I mean, it, it, uh, uh, could it be done? No, it can't be done. I it agree. Can't it be can't done. be done. It can't there's, be done. There's tens of millions of guns, hundreds of millions of guns out there. Yes. Um, they'll be buried. They'll be hidden. They'll be underground. They'll be contraband. It, they'll come from other countries. They, they, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to to advocate for a gunless society. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm saying it is a very weak argument, if any at all, to say the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. There are. Uh, we've got legislators who are saying that all teachers in all public schools should carry guns with them everywhere. I think it's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Terrible idea. Um, there are people who are saying that everyone should have a gun. I've talked to folks who say every person who goes to a church now, because there have been some church shootings, mm-hmm. everybody should have a gun in the church. 
Yeah, I disagree with all that. Okay, that is, yeah. but but that I think is sort of the end result of the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Therefore, if there's a circumstance in which there might be a bad guy with a gun, all of us good guys should carry guns as well to stop that person. And I, yeah, yeah. that's that's a bad idea, I think, because I think that the argument is not good. It is there are times when it's a good thing that I don't have a gun with me. And I want to be able to be in the habit of exploring peaceful options and being skilled at that to diffuse situations. Now, it, does that mean that I'm running the risk of getting pummeled someday? Yes. It hasn't happened, and it's extremely rare. Uh, in the face of the amount of gun violence we have in our nation, uh, I don't think that increasing guns is the answer to peace. Yeah. I wonder if, if you lived in a different area, if, if the extremely rare part would would be tempered. It could be. Yeah. When we lived in St. Louis, I you know, uh we lived in the in the uh Tower Grove neighborhood mm-hmm. and we heard gunshots, you know, several times yeah. a month at least, maybe weekly. Um and I didn't feel insecure there. I mean, a, a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. Um we've lived in other neighborhoods that are similar and I have not felt uh comfortable. I've been mugged, I've been held at gunpoint, not held. I've been, you know, that somebody pulled a gun out. Uh, and threatened that way. It, it, I never felt the desire to get a gun to defend myself because I didn't think I was at that much risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. But there are a, neighborhoods. There are neighborhoods. Yeah, I think that's I think a really hard sell. <laughs> okay. Like, hey, go ahead and just get mugged. Just stand there and be cool. Keep your head. Give them your money. Um, you know, I, I, I know a guy. I talked to him about when he was yeah. mugged and they asked for his wallet and he reached for his wallet and they shot him. Mm-hmm. Um. It happens. Yeah, and he barely survived. Sure. You know, um, I don't know. I'm not sure that him having a gun would have done any any different. But I do think that that an armed society, the knowledge that people are armed, um, if if you know that no one in this entire neighborhood has a gun, uh huh. And I know you're not arguing for a gunless society. I am not. But if, that just if you have the gun, then you can go into that house and do whatever you want. Any of the houses. Sure. But if you know, it's likely that half the people in this neighborhood, and I don't know which ones are which, probably have guns to defend themselves. It's a very different... Right? Sure it's, it is. It's, it's kind of a regulating principle. And as I mentioned, I think back before, uh, there was a, you know, when, when Japan was contemplating attacking mainland U.S. Uh-huh. Um, during World War II... Uh, the the whatever commander made the decision said no because there'll be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are societies that are full that are. I've heard that the Swiss are highly armed. Yes, that they all have automatic weapons. Yes, but they don't have this problem. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. that now you're starting to touch a little bit on what I think the Second Amendment really was originally about, and that uh-huh. is uh, the militia is defending ourselves that way. And I think that's mm-hmm. terrific. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I, you know, I just saw like a, um, it was I think it was a Twitter feed. One guy saying, I think it was the actor from Star Trek. Okay, uh, George, the Asian guy. Okay, uh-huh. said something like, "Here's a great idea. Why don't we take all of these, the however many millions of AR weapons, and yeah. give them to the Ukrainians?" Uh huh. Yeah. And then after that, someone said, "You've just said exactly why we need the Second Amendment." Right. You've just stated it. You know. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> if if Ukraine hadn't hadn't been disarmed, they wouldn't be in this quagmire. Yeah. You know, if we and the Russians hadn't taken away their nukes, they would still be a sovereign state without this conflict. Yeah. Um, that there's something to be said about having 
the option of deadly force. Yes, there is something to be said there. I don't think that's the answer to everything, though. No, I, I would agree. Um, this is also related to another, I think, a myth that I, uh, it's uh, not nearly as open and shut as it sounds like on the bumper sticker. And that is, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. Mm-hmm. The reason I don't like that is because, again, we got a very strong distinction between those who are outlaws and those who are not. In lots and lots of cases, it is the presence of the gun, I think, that makes someone an outlaw. That is to say, you get a kid, think about a 17-year-old kid, um, well, you've got you've got kids that yeah. age, right? Right. Um, who uh, it lives in a rough neighborhood and acquires a gun, and somehow gets scared, and and feels feels scared for his life. Instead of running away, he's got a gun. He says, "Okay, I'm going to pull this out, and I'm going to I'm going to defend myself." And then, okay, is that justified? Is it not justified? And all of a sudden, that's the person who is the outlaw, and that person is, uh, you know, that this is how these things are created. These are how, uh, instead of running away, instead of uh, being more careful, the uh, the presence of a gun, and especially for someone who is young or foolish or hadn't thought through what they're doing, they don't have to think about what neighborhood they're going to. They don't. I've got a gun. I can do whatever I want to. They, they, it emboldens them, and then when they get into a situation, they pull out the gun. It's gonna. Be, I'm gonna be okay. And there it is. And then now uh, we've got a uh, someone who's a criminal, and they hmm. go down that road. I think that's a pretty weak argument. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would... I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. And, and especially in in certain areas where uh, there's a lack of parenting and there's, uh, there's, there's greater poverty and pressure, I can hear what you're saying stronger. We have a lot of yeah. that. That's where a yeah. lot of our gun violence comes from. Yeah. Or let me put it another way. Um, we have a ban on all kinds of weapons, for example, grenades uh-huh. and bazookas. And uh, where are all the outlaws that ha- that are using grenades well, and okay. bazookas? That, that's apples and, and oranges because why? Because bazookas are horribly expensive and difficult to find anyway. I mean, it's not like they're on every. You know, they're not they're not being sold in a store not because of the ban. It's because what do you do with a bazooka? Right, you blow up a building. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's just it, it's not a it's not a it's not a fair comparison. Maybe. Uh, what about uh, okay? Then what about fully automatic rifles? Mm-hmm. Are there a bunch of those around? Sure. Where? Well, the, that's not the that's not where the gun violence is coming from. It's coming from legal stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Those are available and useful. To criminals, but criminals don't have them. Uh, let me. I don't know. This is come on. A little, come on. This is getting a little theoretical in some way. So, let's go to uh, like Chicago. Okay. Chicago has horrible gun violence. Yes. It is absolutely illegal to buy a gun in Chicago. Yep. So, uh, it, you're either going to have to remove all the guns in the country, which we've already said is impossible. That's impossible. Or. Um, people are going to get them and they're going to use them no matter what the law says. So you see what I'm saying? You, you're, you just argue that the law, that if they're banned, they wouldn't, you know, we ban grenades and no one has grenades. We ban bazookas, no one has bazookas. Yes, but right across the state line in Chicago, you drive. it's a 20-minute drive to, to purchase those guns legally. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it, it would just go into illegal purchasing. They're not. We've already agreed they're not going away. They're not going away. That's right. They're not going away. So, um, and 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 we would both agree that, that the first step in in a fascist state is to disarm its population. That's the that's what the Nazis did. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I I don't. You know, we want we want the 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 reason that the Second Amendment is there. We want that. We want that protection. Absolutely, hundred percent. I want anyone I'm who would all for think, the Second Amendment. Anyone who would think about attacking the United States would would know that the population is armed. Yes, and they're well armed. That would be a bad decision. Yes, right? I agree. Um, I think that's a that's a good thing. If the government ever gets out of control, um, it's the people who need to have the power. I agree completely. Right. Yes. Um, and that's why uh, ARs and things like that matter. If you're in some sort of domestic conflict uh, over what's what what's right and what's wrong, you can't be completely outclassed. You know what I'm saying? If you're in a domestic, yeah. So if if that's the case, if we need to be well armed for for protecting our shores or keeping yeah. countries at bay, or for the reason that they they you know a government that's out of control, yeah, sure. Um, you have to be able to match the the firepower of whoever's attacking or whatever government's out of control. Yes. But now we can we can start to hone in a little bit. Okay. I don't think that it's a good idea for everyone to have an AR. Okay. I do like the idea of there being like um uh depositories or local um sort of well-regulated um warehouses or you know storage the armories. That's yes. what when we grew up. There were armories. Yes, right, right, right. And their weaponry was kept in the armory, and it right. was a locally run sort of group. Yes. And um, and our government has said we don't want we don't want militias. They're they're terrorist organizations. Uh huh. And some of them are. Yeah. Even yeah. though that's precisely what the Second Amendment says. That's what it's Sorry. about. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So the uh, yeah the the uh, if we can take out of the the, the serious weaponry yeah. out of the home. And have it available for the the what once in a lifetime occasion that you're going to need it, if that. Okay, so now we're starting to come together because I'm yeah yeah maybe it's we've kind of been on opposite sides and I've been trying to argue maybe that maybe it sounds like I want to get well, rid well, of all I, guns. I have been teasing this out of you a little bit. So, I know, but yeah. I'm not. But that's not. I am. That's more what I am interested in. Uh huh. Is what you're talking about. I do think we need regulation. I do think it's ridiculously easy to buy a gun. Uh, for uh, someone who is mentally ill, yeah. and then go use that gun. Yep. Um, there needs. I mean, you can't drive a car without a license, without a test. There we a go. Written test without a um, without a, a functional test. Yep. You need to 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 get a license plate. You need to get a, a registration. Yep. You need to maintain. The, it might be inspections for the uh-huh. vehicle. Make sure it's uh-huh. safe. Uh-huh. Um, there's just a number of things just to drive a vehicle because it's dangerous. Yes. And I think all of that sort of thing needs to be implemented in the use of guns and could still allow everyone who wants a gun to have a gun or multiple guns they can still go hunting they can still protect their families i i don't agree that that uh i do i think that a gun in the home can be protective it Um, can be yeah Mm -hmm. um and if it's but if it's not well educated and well uh you know if you don't talk about these things and show people I mean, there, there's a the, the first rule of gun safety, the first one, uh-huh. never point a gun at anything you don't intend to shoot. Right. So you, you're sitting around playing, you never point it at anything that you don't intend to shoot. Right. 
That's rule number one. Yeah. And when you go through a gun safety class, you practice that over and over. It's, it's ingrained in your head. Like, I remember this from seventh grade, sixth grade. It depends on the class you take, because some of the gun safety classes are a total of 30 minutes and... You know, uh, I agree. That's you're wrong. Just sitting around, like, okay, if you're going to carry you. a deadly you. weapon, you need to be trained. You yeah. need to be educated. You need to have some sort of understanding of what's going on. I'm and, with you 100. percent And the families that, and I've been, I know lots of families with guns, and mm-hmm. there is, I just don't have any fear that their kids are going to shoot themselves or mm-hmm. that they're going to. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. sure. Uh, they they are respond quote responsible gun yes. owners. Yes, yes, yes. Those people exist. Yeah, and I'm one of them. Okay. And uh, and the thought that that people who are running amok in the street with guns uh-huh. would then disarm me, right? I don't think they would be disarmed. I think I would be disarmed. Fair enough. And and so I don't think that's a myth. <laughs> but there are some. Okay, I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. And so I would I do agree. Let's hey let's let's enforce a lot of parameters here. Okay, a lot. So what are some of the things that you so you've already talked about? Um, uh, like required getting a, gun safety. So, so doing the kinds of things like buying a car, right? Moving, moving Similar around is to a, that. Yes. So, getting a license. Um, another, another option that I really like is is just like we require. So, we require a license for a car. Uh-huh. We also require insurance for a car. Right. I like the idea of requiring insurance if you own a gun. Hmm. And let me tell you why. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Because insurance companies then will be able to regulate at market prices um, the liability for what happens with that gun. It does a couple of things. One is if you're a gun owner, you are going to re- you want to lower your rates. You are going to get a safe to lock it up in. You're going to store the ammo separately. You're going to go and take a class and pass a test. All those things are going to bring your rates down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic. I love all of that stuff. I want people to have guns, and I want them to do it to to know what's safe and the having yeah. ins- requiring insurance the way we require insurance with cars would make things much much better. I think I could see pushing that into the private sector to vet could be helpful. Yeah. It could also be it could also open up some problems which if you have the government vetting it could also open up problems. Of course. But like a private insurance company um maybe uh, there could be racial profiling or problems Indeed. with race. Indeed, that's be, a real issue. Um, problems with uh, well, it, it, the competitiveness of it. I guess a free market, if it was truly a free market, we've talked about that too, could kind of regulate and help vet and force responsibility yes. on people. I can, I could see that to a degree. Um, so what, say, hey, what, l- hey, buddy, can I borrow your gun? I, I need to go up to the corner store to do something. Don't ask me what I'm doing, but can I borrow your gun? And you're going to be like, no. <laughs> What's going to happen to right. my insurance rates if you do something stupid? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or or yeah, or, or, or even just some sort of rules about yeah. um how a gun is used or Totally. Who, um I think we need a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. What about um uh, reg flag laws? What do you think about those? Uh where someone seemed to be a risk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about this for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So They've just recently passed kind of a red flag law okay, because of the recent shootings. Well, you mean Congress? Yes. They have incentivized states to pass red flag laws, but they but there's not a federal red flag law. They've incentivized states to create those laws. Okay. I don't know where the state or what state it is or which states, but- Yeah, some states already have them. Yeah. So what I, what I was looking and reading about was uh-huh. that, um, that somewhere, and I thought it was federal, that, that there was this um, idea that if you want to red flag someone, yep. you can go and they'll be disarmed, yep. and they are basically tried in absentia. 
they don't get to come and, and defend themselves or explain themselves or, or answer to their accuser. Uh-huh. You can go in court and accuse someone, and uh-huh. they'll just go disarm that person. That's right. Um, I don't think that's that's okay. fair so, or legal. or that, That's some of our vigilante-style law, our kind of... Uh, I'll take the law in my own hands and I'll just go report somebody because I don't like them or you know whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's gone too far. However, most of these school shootings, they have known this exactly. person was a troublemaker. There have been copious notes taken by teachers and given to law-abiding exactly. officers and, and yes. all kinds of people. Yes, yes, yes. Who should have done something or should have stepped in? We need something. Almost all those people have told someone ahead right. of time. I see trouble brewing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. We so, need a lot of help in that department. So these for red flag sure. laws, these red flag laws, even the most conservative of folks that I've heard of say this is a good idea for gun control. They're against almost everything else, but they mm-hmm. say this is good. You're right that it that it uh, they're tried in absentia and they just take their have their guns taken away, but hopefully quickly. That's what these laws are written. Hopefully mm-hmm. quickly there is an actual trial to determine a trial, uh, you know, a hearing to say yeah. what is the what is the danger. Let's assess the danger. And then you get your guns back pretty... And sometimes that can happen within a week or two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're right. If, if it's abused, that's a real issue. And I think that we need to... I don't know what the laws actually say, because I haven't right. looked at them. I'm not a legal scholar or whatever. But I can imagine saying, okay, this is the 23rd person you've turned in this month, and none of them have needed their guns taken away. You are no longer allowed to report anybody, <laughs> right? I mean, you can yeah. do something like that. But the, my understanding is that these red flag laws are actually very, very effective um, where they have been used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If people if people were using them correctly, yeah, and they, they, you can see trouble brewing, and they're going to disarm them quickly, and then then go to court and and let them have their day in court. They need to have their day in court for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they do. And that's uh-huh. that's what I know that these red flag laws are. That, yeah. that there's an immediate. We're going to take your guns away, and then pretty quickly. Okay, so let's actually assess the situation. And sometimes they say. For 30 days, you don't have guns. For a year, you don't have guns. We'll uh-huh. reassess at this point. We need you a know, mental evaluation. Exactly. We need All those things. Uh-huh. And it, how would you prevent it from being abused? Someone, you know, you, you have a uh, you have a beef with somebody yep. and you want them disarmed. Uh-huh. Um, just because you're, you know, people have arguments all day, every day. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, how would you prevent that? Yeah, I don't know. And mm-hmm. that's that would get into the legal issues. But that's, you know, we already have... You know, people get on, you know, restraining lists, restra- orders. And, we, we have yeah. all those things. And so we have mechanisms to make sure that, yeah, restraining orders are a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, already, if you're mar- married with someone who is abusive, that person is not allowed to buy guns at all, ever. Mm-hmm. And so we have those things. And, you know, can they be abused? They can. Um, but I'll, I'll say, we, no matter what solution we come up with, there's going to be a way to abuse it. No question about it. Yeah. So we keep tweaking it. We got to do something though to reduce this gun violence. Yeah, it's it's uh, you you sh- yeah, it's way too easy to obtain deadly force. That's totally. For sure. Well, I, and when someone says I'm going to go shoot up that school next Tuesday, and everyone's and like, nothing happens. You call the police and say, this guy said he's going to shoot up the school next Tuesday. Yeah, nothing well, prevents it. He hasn't done then, it. Yeah. He hasn't done it yet. Wait till right. it, call me when he's made it when he's had a crime because then we'll come and pick him up. Right. I, uh, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> yeah. Just indications of mental illness and potential, you know, red flags for that type of behavior. Sure, uh, cruelty to animals is a big one, and you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Although, um, to be fair, um, not a whole, very, very few of the mass shootings involve mental illness. It's like less than five percent or something. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so you might say, that, how's that possible? But it, mental illness is like diagnosable with the DSM. Just because someone's angry and wants to shoot up people, that doesn't mean they have a mental illness. Uh, that, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mental illness is something that, has to be, that, that can be diagnosed and then treated with chemicals. You know, that you're talking about somebody who's bipolar well, or with... I hear you. I agree with you. But yeah. I think that our society has, um, has made everything a syndrome and a mental illness. And if they're willing... You know, if, if they're going to say that, if, if a kid who doesn't know how to, to obey his parents, whose parents don't know how to parent him, yeah. has, a, has a mental illness, then certainly someone who would go shoot a bunch of people in a crowd has to be, have a mental illness as so well. that's a different definition of mental illness. Yeah, so I'm need, talking about something that is like, like a health professional yeah, mental if illness. If we want to dial back all of the rhetoric on mental illness, I'd be for that. Okay. And but, that's, but that's kind of what I'm we're saying. we're not going to dial it back just in one category. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying... All together, yeah. someone who's angry and uh, disenfranchised and hates the world and thinks everybody's against them—that is not necessarily someone with a mental illness. Right. There are mental illnesses, and I, I, I want to protect that word for actual mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, hmm. But if they're willing to go shoot a bunch of people. Oh, I'm not saying it's good, right? I, I, yeah, I just it it gets a little fuzzy for me. Okay, because um, you can be temporarily mentally ill and not be like a, a schizophrenic, you know, um, a diagnosable. You have too much dopamine situation. You could you can be temporarily, um, and I don't think that's a that's a way to get out of jail free either. Sure, yeah, I don't think it at all. Right, right, right. Uh, I would be very strict on those things. Yeah, you know, you. Um, so I'm not really sure, but what you're saying. Part of what I, so I've heard, like interviews with psychiatrists who are very, very frustrated with the use of the word mental illness mm-hmm. in connection with these uh, cases, because they'll say, "Here's a person who has been talking on Facebook about going and shooting up somebody. We want you to do a mental evaluation." They come and do a mental evaluation, and the person says, "They're not schizophrenic. They're not bipolar. I, there's no reason for them to be under the care of a psychiatrist because there's no medicine that's going to help what this person has. Mm-hmm. They need friends." They need connections. That's not mental illness. That's loneliness. That's lack of social, mm-hmm. uh, that's lack of parenting. That's lack of uh, meaning in their life. That's not an illness that a psychiatrist can treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so, then the, that, so then the doctor like releases them and says, sorry, they don't have a mental illness. Uh-huh. And, but the psychiatrist is also thinking, and they might go shoot up a school right now. Uh-huh. But I can't keep them in the hospital because they don't have a diagnosable illness that requires them to be in the hospital. Right. Well, let's say that that um, you did have a gun in the house, yeah, and it was kept in a safe, yep, and your kid couldn't get to it, yep. Um, and if your wife said something like that, maybe she shouldn't get to it either. Uh, so, <laughs> only you have it, yep. You never use it, yep, um, except for whatever is required to keep it. Which I think there ought to be things. There ought sure. to be test yep. points or yep. checkpoints, uh, re-educating. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, I, I think there should be various things like that. I agree. Um, so that you you it maintains a level of responsibility. Yep. And it stays in the safe, and then, um, and you just have it. You really think that just it, its presence puts your family in danger? If it is in a safe and locked up, and no one can get to it, and it's difficult, and you know the ammo is stored separately, mm-hmm. no. Do you think you're more likely to kill them because you have a gun? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. I don't think so. I it's, don't think you would go up and get the gun if you were really if it was like some crime of passion or something. So you're intense, talking about yeah. So I'm yeah. You probably physically knowing, beat. If you're talking about me personally, knowing what I know, 
Uh, I yeah, and and kind of my disposition. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think so. But on the other hand, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have a a gun in my house. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm not against people who do. For sure, I want people to be armed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be armed myself. What if someone comes here and you follow the law, meaning that you and your family retreat? Yeah. To the furthest part of the part of the house. By the but way, this, that's not that's not the law everywhere, and I don't even know if it's that's the way here. But that's what I would do. Yeah, I would. Retreat. You retreat to the to the last possible option. Uh-huh. Uh, there wasn't a way out. Yep. You know, you, you're you're stuck. Yep. You're in this room. Yep. Um, and uh, that window doesn't work. I don't know. Okay. I, you know, sure. <laughs> you're stuck here. Yeah. And someone's coming to do you harm. Yep. You would just allow that to happen. I would try and dis. I would do whatever I can to dis. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be passive, I don't mm-hmm. think, but uh, I, I think I would try to disarm the situation with, I mean, I don't have a gun. You wouldn't be sitting here wishing you had a gun? No. I, f- oh, I find that so hard to believe. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, what is the likelihood that that's going to happen to me? I think it's very, very low. It is. Extraordinarily low. It is. But it's the same thing with a seatbelt or a helmet. It's not the, the, the billions of times that you don't need it. It's that one time that you do need it. Fair enough. You know? I got it. Yeah. Yeah. But the seatbelt or the helmet can can really only help me. Uh, you know, maybe there's going to be a bruise or whatever. Where a gun is, you know, yeah, that's uh, it. It is uh, a lethal weapon. A seatbelt's not a lethal weapon. No, but it, I'm saying that it's you're talking about probabilities. Sure, probabilities. I got so you. You're very, very unlikely to need a seatbelt ever. Yeah. But when you do, boy, you need it. It saved my life twice so far in my life. My seatbelt has. Okay, well, not me, not at all. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yep. And I've I've never had to defuse anything with a gun either. Yeah. So I hear you. Like it's it's just we're talking about really rare things. Right. Right. I've never I've never um, smashed my head. I've never like you know, with a helmet or without a helmet. I've never right. like you know. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I wish I had had the, a helmet on at this point. But right. Um. But boy, you know, something happens and you you crack your head. You're gonna wish you had a helmet on. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, for sure. And so certain behaviors would would prompt me wearing a helmet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, instead of taking like the the increased risk. Yeah. And so here you live out in in fields. Right. I got fields it's all a, around. It's a pretty low risk. Pretty low risk. But if you were out further, like my friend on the farm, where you feel uh-huh. like you're out all alone, uh-huh. I can see why he you know he's going to need that. He's going to want that little that safety. I can understand that, that. extra measure. Um, but you know, if if you live somewhere else, I mean, I, I don't know. I would want him to have training, and I would want him to have insurance. Um, those things don't exist right now; they're not required mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, um, I think we largely agree. I think so. I think probably my exposure to guns in a safe and healthy way, with the training that I've had and my sure. experiences, probably are makes sense to me. Some, you know, where you have you haven't touched it, and yeah, it, right. it probably has a, a taboo sort of. I sure. remember feeling that way at some point, like yeah. you know, yeah, this is. You, you hold it in your hand, you realize this could kill somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But mm-hmm. the same is true when you're when you're cutting a cantaloupe in the kitchen counter. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. But with a gun, it's further away. Like you don't have to. There's a difference. There's a difference yeah. between a gun and a knife for sure. Another thing. Um, before we need to wrap this up. Look at this. This is going on. We can just run long. our mouths forever. Forever. One thing though that I want to. Uh, another thing I think would be helpful, and we the ability is there, but not the desire, and that is to have. Um, fingerprint-enabled guns, and those work yep. pretty well. Mm-hmm. The same kind of fingerprint that you put on your iPhone, right, so that only one person can use it. And uh, I think that's, um, yeah, that that would be very, very helpful. And there's been no desire to do that. 
Um, I think there are guns like that. Oh, there are. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. When you when you grip it, it recognizes your hand. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are a lot of gun cases that are fingerprint gun cases. Okay. Mm-hmm. You put yeah. your you put your you know three fingers on it and it can open. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things that I think. Yeah, I would love to see us move more that direction. I would love to have a like a buyback program from the government to say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna uh, buy back your gun. We're gonna give you the exact same gun, but it's fingerprint enabled, and 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 we're gonna give you money for that. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a thousand dollars, and we're gonna give you the same exact gun, but it's this one is fingerprint enabled. Well, who would pay for that? I think uh, gun that would that would reduce gun violence enough that I think that it would be even a win for. Uh, for the taxpayers. What if they What if they released uh, money seized in, uh, you know, okay. illegal activity? There you go. Use you know, that took, money. Took it out of the. Uh... Sure. Use that money. No, but I think that's uh, to me that's a no brainer to be able to to. But there's just no interest in doing that sort of thing. So I know that tech, that's what I'm saying. The technology exists, mm-hmm. but it's not something that uh, you know it's an option. But we're not trying to push that. We're not. Yeah, I don't think I would. Society. I would want to enforce that. I would think I would. Uh, the other things I'm I think are great. People okay. need to be trained. They need to be vetted. Yeah, they need sure. to, yeah. We need to do a background check. You can't get a job without a background check, right? But you can get a gun. Yeah, yeah. I, I think all that's you know the people that that I've been around who have guns. I know they're they're well trained, and and I feel very comfortable around them. But that's not everybody. Exactly. In fact, I think, I think that's, that's not my, most people. That's my point. Yeah. And the, the other day, I was going into a Dollar General, and I saw a guy walking in with a gun on his belt. Uh huh. That just to me just smelled of I just want to carry a gun. Uh huh. Not like this guy I'm talking. I've got guys like I said. You don't even know they have it, right? You know they're they're very discreet. They're very uh, like professional, right? But it's not hard to get to that level of responsibility. Yeah. Uh huh. It just would require a little bit of you know sure. some 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 hoops to jump through, which we need I'm to have. You. We're agreeing. But this guy, I did. I waited till he came out. I sat there and made some phone calls because I didn't want to go in the store. While he's in guy. there. Yep. Because I just you know some, my spidey sense said, nah. I'll just wait till he comes out. Yep. I. I I think I would do the exact same thing, and mm-hmm. I have done the exact same thing yeah. as you. Um, I remember going into, there was a road, we were traveling, and there's a roadside attraction, so there's some big, massive knife store, uh, pocket knife store. I'm like, okay, you know, I get, get gas, and then there's this, you know, the world's largest pocket knife store. And okay, uh-huh. so we go in there, and I saw two people with holsters, and th- that gave me that, sp- and I was like, whoa, 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 like super obvious, you know, and uh-huh. I was like, okay, you know what, we're leaving. <laughs> We're not. We're done. I was hiking one time. Yeah, with my family uh-huh. and my pretty wife. Yeah, and two guys, three guys maybe, um, uh, started hiking alongside of us and like trying to shoot the breeze with us. Yeah, um, and really m- talking more to my wife. Okay, um, and one guy had a pistol on his belt, mm. and I, you know, at some point I, I let my concern uh, quietly pass from person to person mm. in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, that I didn't like this scenario. Yeah. We're off in the woods by ourselves, and there are yep. these guys, and the one's got a gun, and they're just, they're, most hikers just say, hey, how's it going, and walk past you. They don't right. try to hike alongside of you. Yeah. This, this is bad. Something's bad. Yeah, right? that's not good. And um, so I, I said, we're going we're gonna to pause and uh-huh. drink some water uh-huh. and see if they can you know, try to get them to keep going. Uh-huh. And then, uh, then they walked past a little bit, but then they paused, you know, and I said, see, this is bad, and I, I, I wished I had my gun. Mm. Mm-hmm. I uh, not that I was going to pull it out and use it, but uh, so what we did is, and, and if I had the gun or not, we did the same thing. I would have done the same thing. We started walking the other direction. Sure. And you know what? I got I had a pocket knife, uh-huh. and I started sharpening my walking stick. Uh huh. 
I need something. Okay. Right? Something. Yeah. And a gun would have been preferred. Okay. And even if we had a shootout, I would rather have a shootout than to sit there and watch someone gang rape my wife. Of course. Or my daughter, or both. Yes. Or my boys. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Or whatever perverts do. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so here's where we might disagree, Uh is that I I understand what you're saying, and I don't want that to happen to my wife, my son, you know, of course. And that is all the same. Uh, You were able to get out of that situation well. If you had a gun that was prominently displayed, or you somehow wanted to intimidate with that with them... That is going to raise the fear in them, and they are going to be more likely to use their gun. I don't think so. If otherwise, I think if I had a gun in my belt too, mm-hmm. um, they would have been like, "Okay, this is not an easy target." Maybe I definitely think that. I, without a doubt, think that. So, now, and the difference is, I would not be like flailing around and be like, "Hey, you guys enough. looking for trouble?" I hear what you're it, saying. It okay. just would have been like, "Hey." If you think you're just going to come up here and screw around with us without any consequences, you're wrong. Okay, so uh, maybe okay. So who knows these guys, right? We're just right. this is a theoretical situation. Exactly. We're arguing, right. a, but I guess for some people it would act the way that you're saying, but others would would feel more threatened with it, and because they've got a gun, then they feel like they, they don't have to back down. It's it's uh, yeah. It, it could go either way. I, I see what you're I saying. Guess. It could go I, either way. I mean, as, as someone who was there, I'm telling you, it was it was a getaway, you know. Sure. And even if I had a gun, it, nothing would have changed. We we now I could see someone saying, "Well, you know, we came out here to hike, and we're not turning back because of these jerks." And I'm going, you know, I've got a gun too. I just think that's ignorance. I, I don't know. Gosh, it's hard to imagine being in that situation where you where your sensibilities yeah. are on full alert like this is not normal. Yeah. Something here is off. And uh you know, people aren't just that friendly or lonely yeah. or whatever. I hear like, you. Something's off, right? I hear you. Um and I would just um I would wait until it was a, even then there's there they're like intelligent plays. Yeah. Um of when you're going to increase your likelihood of success, right? Yeah. yeah. Um and all that maybe maybe can't be trained. I don't know. But Who knows? I, I'm telling you, I wish I had my gun. Absolutely wish it was with me. Well, I understand what you're saying. I understand. And what once you're once we got out of sight, guess what we were doing? Hightailing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they're going to turn around and follow us. We, we got to get out of here. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I've been in that circumstance more than once. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. That's plenty enough time. Yeah, people, your thoughts chime in. Yeah, yeah. What, what are, you, are you proud to have a gun? How do you use your gun? I, I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Dave and I have different practices with guns, although I think in the end we, we're pretty similar in where we think things need to go. Yeah. in our society. Good discussion. Yeah, that was fun. Hey, this is Dave from the Hopper Podcast. Do you like our podcast? Then please like it, subscribe it, and share it with somebody right now. Post it on Facebook. Put your favorite episode up and join us in the conversation. Write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. Hey, Dave. Uh, I have, I ran across a list of the deadliest animals on earth. And I'm wondering, I know that you, we, we both yes. have biology degrees. We yes. both love animals. Uh so this is a this is a list of actually I have the top twenty four but we're gonna guess I want you to guess the top ten deadliest animals on earth listed by how many humans they kill per year yeah 
So this is an average yeah, okay. of how many humans they kill per, per year. Per year. And yes. this is like a top 10 here. I know a little bit about this topic, so I'm gonna do do, I okay. think I'm going to do pretty well. So you know this. some, you know some yeah. uh, deadly animals. Yeah, uh, for sure. Okay, so this will be interesting. I actually have yeah. in front of me the list of the top 24. Okay, I've not seen this list. You've not seen this list, and I just and have it right here. I, I think the first— So you ready, you ready I, to start I guessing? Ready, yeah, okay. I'm ready. All right. But I, I have a caveat on the all first right, one. All right, all right, all uh, right. If your list starts with the mosquito, um, I want to take take that and say, well, it's not that's not exactly accurate because okay. it's because of malaria and mosquito-borne illness— it's not like the mosquito is is killing you. It's the it's what the mosquito gives you. Is mosquito number one on your list? Mosquito is number one on yes. the list. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you see my you know I take a little. I understand mosquitoes kill people more than anything. Got it because of malaria and diseases. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mosquitoes. So because of malaria and other illnesses, mosquitoes kill a million people per year more than any other. Yeah. Animal. But you're right. It's because they are transmitting malaria, West Nile virus, dengue fever, uh, other diseases right. like that. Right. And they're yeah. not and those diseases are not animals. But so it's kinda it's just there's an extra step. I will give it okay. okay. Well, I got it. We're number All one right. is mosquito. So well, okay, you, fine. You already but, don't like my list, but okay. Uh, we'll, there it is. We'll, we'll go with it. Okay. Um, Mosquitoes number one. You yes. you uh you got number one right out of the gate. Yeah, now it's going to be harder. I think number two is bees. Number two is not bees, and actually bees are number 17 on the list. Uh, they kill about 53 people per year. Now, um, I would say bees because of allergies, not because of they got stung 300 times and that's died. What, that's what this, that's, I It's from allergies? Most, every, let, uh-huh. me, let me look it up. Most of the people who die from bee stings, it's because of allergies. So that I would have thought for sure yeah, that's right. that's that there right. were more deaths from allergy related stings than that. It's not many. Hmm. I don't know. What are your sources? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are they? Um, <clears throat> okay, so let's go with snakes. Snakes. Snakes are number three on the list. Okay. Yeah, so snakes kill about 50,000 people per year. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are, there's a lot of venomous snakes. I think that's where oh, most yeah. of the deaths come from. For sure. I don't have a breakdown of the snakes themselves. What do you think, and I don't know, but what do you yeah. think is the, is the deadliest snake? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I um, It would have to be one that's around people all the time, you know, like... Yep. like uh, do you, do you know you have it listed there? Mm-mm. Okay, I, I think um, uh, there are I think four of the top deadliest snakes are in Australia. Yeah, uh, Australia has a lot of deadly, yeah. like really deadly stuff. Yeah. Um, so like the I know the common brown snake there is very deadly. Okay, I didn't know um, that. Uh, you know India has cobras and yeah, um, the fur de lance in South America is really deadly, really okay. bad bite. Okay. Um, of course, here we have the uh, probably the worst bite here are rattlesnake bites. Okay, uh, but uh-huh. we don't have a lot of deaths from snake bites here. Okay, um, we have a lot of anti venom and uh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, Africa, uh, a very fast and deadly snake is the mamba. Right, Black I've heard and about green that one. Mambas, they're yeah. very deadly. Um, the 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 snake with the biggest fangs is a gaboon viper. Okay. Also, the coolest looking snake, if you ask me. Really, really fat, really velvety looking. Okay, very. Very pretty, very cool looking snake. Yeah, has a little horn on its nose. Okay, um, two inch fangs. Wow. Yeah, the business end is 
<laughs> yeah. Sticking you deep. Serious. Um, yeah, I've always had an interest in snakes. I know you have. Yeah. Um, okay, so number two, something big, better than Have you ever been than, bitten by a snake? Um, not a poisonous one. Venomous. Yeah, sorry, venomous. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's not a poison. A poison is something you ingest. A venomous something isn't... I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Mr. Technicality. So you've never been uh, bitten by a venomous snake. Have you been bitten by mm-hmm. other snakes? Yes. Okay. That I've picked up and they just... And they just bit you. Yeah, it didn't. It was nothing. That's hard for me to believe. Being bit by a snake means is nothing to you. It it well, it, it didn't really hurt. Um, okay. Even if there's just like a little tiny bit of blood, it just wasn't. It was like, oh, the thing just bit me, you know. But, oh, okay. Um, usually, you can pick up snakes that are that are common garter snakes. Yeah. The eastern ring neck snake I saw all the time. That's a black snake with a gold ring around its neck. Uh, I did not pick up king snakes. They were a little bit bigger, a little you know. Yeah. I'd give them a little more respect. Okay. Uh, uh, green snakes, they're fast. So I, I I picked up one and it went up my arm before I knew it. It was so yeah. fast. Wow. Kind of kind of crawled back on its body and then up my hand and yeah. dropped it real quick. Um, I never pick up a black snake. They're they're pissy. Okay. They're aggressive. Yeah. Um, they don't want to be touched and yeah. They would put a little more of a hurting on you if yeah. they bit you. Yeah. But the 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 smaller snakes, they you know the garter snakes and ring necks and stuff. They don't they pretty much don't bite you. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I saw a snake yesterday. We went to an animal park, and there were some demonstrations or whatever, their um, education. And they showed me some, they showed some sort of um, uh, constrictor uh-huh. that lives in a desert somewhere. I forget the name of it. Sorry. Um, but it buries itself in the sand mm-hmm. with its head poking out and then its tail poking out. And its tail looks like a worm. The yeah. very end of its tail baiting. looks like a worm. Yeah. And so it's baiting. And then the, you know some animal will come to get the worm, and then surprise, it, surprise. But the the snake has no teeth of any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely toothless. Yeah. Some have false teeth, teeth apparently, like uh, nubs or something. This one don't even have that. Yeah, and it looked yeah. pretty friendly. Yeah, it was nice. Well, anyway, did you make your acquaintance with it? I did. Yeah, yeah. I forget the name the name of the snake. Anyway, uh-huh. they had a name for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, okay, number two's got to okay, be bigger snakes. Than, than snakes, and it's not an allergy-related sting. That's going to be hard. If you're looking for number two, it's a little bit uh, disingenuous, but it's it's mm. real. It's okay. real, but it's uh, think outside the box a little bit. Think outside the box. It would have to be... More than 50,000 deaths per year, less than a million. We're not talking about Fewer humans, are we? We are talking okay. about humans. All right. Yeah, this little disingenuous yeah, okay. thing outside the box. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, okay, so humans kill... Mosquitoes, human snakes. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay. okay, so humans kill about 475,000 uh, other humans yeah. per year or so. Uh, nearly half a million people. So, okay. Okay. Uh, we've talked about uh, yeah. humans uh, and, and violence and stuff before. Yeah. Okay. So, mosquitoes number one, humans number two, snakes number three. Okay. Okay, some other deadly animals. I'm sure I won't be able to, to put them in order at no, this point. No, don't put them but, in order. Um, it's okay. Uh, box jellyfish are very deadly. Okay, so they are not in the top ten. So I think the box jellyfish is the most deadly animal in Australia. Okay. I heard that from an Australian missionary. You know, it. 
we got to be careful. This is this is a list of people that are the most number of people killed per year. Mm-hmm. It may be that it ha- it happens really fast or something. I know that the box jellyfish is really dangerous. Yeah. Um, but if they're not around people very much, but like if you come in contact to it, you're definitely yeah, dead. I hear you. If maybe that's it, I don't know. I don't know much about okay. the box jellyfish. Let me just start naming some animals okay. I think that kill people. I know hippos kill people. They do. So hippos are number twelve. They kill mm-hmm. about five hundred people uh, per year. Okay. Hippos are pretty dangerous. Yeah, you don't want to get into uh-huh. a tussle with a hippo. Right. They're they're very territorial. They yeah. can turn over boats. They're massive. Yeah. They're huge. Very powerful in the water. Yeah. Um, uh, crocodiles. Yeah, crocodiles. Where are the? Let's see. Yeah, crocodiles are number eleven, just outside the top ten. There are about a thousand people uh-huh. that they kill each year. Okay, let's think of some more stingers. Yeah, um, good. How about uh, spiders? Spiders are not on the list. Spider bites. Hmm. How about scorpions? Scorpions, number eight on the list. Good. They kill 3,200 or so people per year, mm. scorpions. I didn't realize it was that much. I know yeah, the scorpions are, that seems pretty high to me. Right. Uh, I remember yeah. seeing scorpions. When we lived in Texas, there were scorpions that lived there. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing scorpions like just at a truck, like a truck stop, gas station, as we're going on the highway where it's like a lot of desert around, not in the city. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, and the, like there's just a scorpion, you know, on the pavement. Yeah. I got to step over it to get to the man. The spiders really that that really surprises me. Spider hmm. bites not on your list. No, it's not. There's some really deadly spiders out there in Australia and other places. Okay. Huh. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I know there's some that that people would expect, but I, I think they kill relatively fewer people than we think. But okay. sharks have got to be on the list. Yeah. Let's see. So sharks are. Well, no, they're not in the top ten. Yeah, sharks kill very few people. Yeah, I was say they're not as they're not they get a lot of press. So because they, of jaws and things so like that. So the list but. I've got, I think this is you're right. I'm not sure where I got. The, I forget where I got this list, but it's it, five people per year. I don't think that's right. though. Yeah, that's it's got to be. I think more it's than higher that. than. I that. think it's higher. Is than this that. for just a country or something? Um, no, I think it's for the. whole... Is it global? It's global. Okay. This is from CNET.com. Hmm. Uh, anyway. So okay. I think it's, but they're not in the top ten. Yeah. Sharks are not in the top ten. No way. Right. Um, the same with bears. They they kill people, but not very many. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm not even seeing bears on the list at all. Yeah, but yeah. That's they're not very. Common. Let's talk about livestock. Good. Uh, bulls, uh, water buffalo. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, herd animals. Yeah, the African Cape buffalo. Yeah. Kills 200 people per year. That puts it in number 15 mm-hmm. on the list. Yeah, those Cape buffaloes. Yeah. Yeah, those are... The... How about uh, moose? Moose. No, I don't see moose. Although, I missed it. Jellyfish. Jellyfish is on the list, and that's got to be the box jellyfish. But that's not... It's not in the top 10. I've got mm-hmm. it at 18. Okay. Does that include the Portuguese man of war? Is it... Probably, Because yeah. it's not really a jellyfish, but it it is similar. I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. Okay. Let's see. Um, rhinos kill people, but not very many. Not yeah, that's elephants rare. Elephants kill people, but very few. So elephants are about the same as hippos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, five hundred people per year. Okay. Not in the top ten. Um, some other bigger beasts that kill would be like a lion or a tiger. I think tigers kill more than lions. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, no, lions kill more. 
Um, then tigers? Then tigers. Okay. Yeah. They're at, at about 250 people per year, lions. And then leopards are about 29 people per year. Mm-hmm. Tigers don't kill very many because there are just so few of them. Uh, there, there are very few of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're more endangered. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about a... Um, a Various. Um... Okay, so the rest of them in the top ten uh-huh. are not. Uh, let's see, am I looking? None of them are like notorious predators, right? That right. You, none right, of right. them are. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. So uh, my question is: Are is it like the mosquito where it's, Similar. it's actually something else that's killing you? you some gotta, of them. So like them, snails. The there we go. Snails. Yeah. So like snails don't really kill people, but they spread disease. Yes. Freshwater snails. Schistosomiasis and all that yes. stuff. Yeah, freshwater snails. People encountering freshwater snails are that's responsible for about ten thousand deaths per year. Yeah, worldwide. <clears throat> Those. Yeah, are, that's kind of cheating. Big deal. Is that, it okay? It's kind of cheating, but you know, it's like, I, I, I yeah, okay. Uh, then we have to include, um, uh, oh gosh, rats spread disease. They do. Um, for some reason, they're not here. Uh, I don't think they. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah, not rats. Um, tick spread disease. Yes, but um, I don't think the ticks uh, spread some serious diseases, but not deadly. I don't think as much. They can be. Can they? Okay. Yeah, but, okay. Um, what else spreads disease? It's yeah, a, it's diseases. That's really the that's that's yeah. uh, not all of them, but that's a big a big part of it. So, uh, you want some help? Hold on. Well, give me give me a, another hint. Okay, let's see. What about uh What about dogs? Dogs. Good. Yeah. Dogs are number 4 on the list. Yeah. 25,000 people per year. Yeah. Um and a lot of those are rabid dogs or other I see. They yeah. they um but it's not just rabid dogs. They right, also right. uh there's maulings and bites sure. especially of elderly people, babies, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Apparently that's a big because they're so prolific all over the world, and they are coming into contact with humans so right. often. So then we, yeah, let's let's think about some other rabbit animals. Maybe a, a bat. Um, no, not bats so much. Now, now we're talking or, about. Uh, okay, think about really, really small. All the rest of them are very, very small. Yeah. Think about something that would go inside of you. Careful, Willie. <laughs> let's, let's keep this PG, brother. Um, so, uh, parasites, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, Do you know which huh. parasite is is the is the deadliest? Well, you know, uh, malaria is a parasite. Sure, I guess parasites. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you're right. There, a lot of these are parasites. Um, yeah. But an animal parasite. Um, I can think of many. I don't know which one is the deadliest. Uh, off the top of my head, I can think. Uh, so there's like uh, there's hookworms, there's uh, yep. uh, scariest worms, uh-huh. there's um, tapeworms. Uh-huh. There is uh, um, the what's the one from pig meat? Trichinosis uh, worm, the trichina worm. You're getting close. Um, there is uh, the guinea worm, which is a really nasty one. I don't know about that one. That one crawls under your skin. You can see it under your skin for oh. like for feet, you know, three, four, or five feet. Oh of my it. goodness, under your and, skin. And they, they cut a, a hole, it's head or tail, and they, they carefully pull it out with and wind it around a stick. Uh. Um, yeah. 
That's it's really nasty. That's disgusting. Um, you're getting really you're dancing all around it. The roundworms. Well, that's that's a big category. Like the scariest are roundworms. So scariest, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Those are the, the scariest roundworms. Are the ones that yeah. apparently are the really, and that comes from dirt getting like contaminated dirt getting into your mouth and uh-huh. like into the digestive system. Yeah, and then they take up all your nutrition and. They're number five. They are number nine. Number nine. The roundworms. I think you said tapeworms as well. Uh-huh. Tapeworms are number ten. Okay. You're right. So they're they're both they're each killing around two thousand people per year. Yeah. By you know taking up all your nutrition, right? It's which is uh, that that's really sad because they're treatable. Yes, yeah. Those are both easily treatable. So yeah. you know, like um, uh, drinking nasty water, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. dying from uh, bacterial and viral infections is uh-huh. another treatable, preventable yeah. thing. That's really sad. Of course, they're not animals, bacteria, but um, yeah. Okay, give me some more hints. So the the next two you may or may not get, but they are both insects. Okay. Or the or the last two. So you've got uh, mosquitoes at number one, humans at number two, snakes at number three, dogs at number four. You're missing five and six. Mm-hmm. Then freshwater snails at number seven, scorpions at eight, roundworms at nine, tapeworms at ten. Okay. So you're missing two insects at five and six. Insects. And they're both around killing around ten thousand people each. Of course, uh, you know, passing on. Uh-huh. Disease. Are you? Is there any? We're not dividing bees and wasps and no, things no, like no, that. No, okay. No, no. Um, so let's see other insects. That you know the would, other insects that I can. Th- disease? Oh, gosh, I can think of some that are very super rare, like the red velvet ant. No, no, no. Or no. yeah, okay. No, these are these are both really common. Um. Not ants. For which we. Like it, it's pretty easy. It, it's sad because we can uh, get rid of these pretty easily, and there's just like uh-huh. poverty is the reason. Jeez, they might fleas? be. Too, this might be too specific. The flea spread disease? I don't think so. I can't think of. They bite you, and you might have an allergic uh-huh. reaction or something, but it's not that big a deal. So I'm not, I can't think of anything that would kill you directly, like like not a bunch directly. Of bee it's things. a parasite. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think of what insect we pass both, along. A yeah, parasite. these are both. Is it something that people are eating? No. An insect that passes along a disease or parasite. Not ticks, fleas, bees. I don't know, man. My brain's blanking out on this okay. one. Okay. How about a tsetse fly? Oh, yeah. The tsetse okay. flies? Yep, yep. And uh, they they Africa, bite you yeah, and yeah. Uh, pass on. Uh, apparently, it's pretty easy to um for well to stay away from them if you've got the pro- and uh-huh. then the disease is not that hard but in rural areas yeah and i think that disease i forget what it's called but it it kills you over years if because it's it's is, not terrible but is it's that a, elephantiasis maybe. That, I, don't th- I don't know if that's fatal or not i'm not sure Tsetse fly and we're, the, we're reaching ray back into the biology classes yeah that's here. right yeah and the other one is the assassin bug which oh, comes... oh, oh, Chagas. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's right, Chagas. Um, and yeah, that's that a was... disease that they give you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's uh, South American, too, right? It's, yeah. yeah, it's swelling in the heart or the mm-hmm. brain, the Chagas. Um, and mm-hmm. that's a disease there. And so each of those uh, kills about 10,000 people each. Yeah. Those are pretty bad. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. 
I wonder. I wonder if if, if you're going to include diseases, if you should include rats and and other vermin and things that, you know, I mean, the plague was killed a whole lot of people, right? Sure, sure, sure. We don't really worry about that now, but yeah. there's still smallpox. Yeah, still yeah. spread disease. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. I don't think rats spread a whole. I mean, they can spread a lot of diseases, but I don't think there's not a whole lot of people getting bit by rats. Well, no, it's, so it's like the, the fleas and mites that they're on. Then. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think what, that's the the Black Plague, I think, had to do with that, right? With fleas. Could be, yeah. Um, from the rats and yeah. the poor sanitation. Yeah, yeah. But. Okay. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got another beer for me? Yeah. And uh, we'll take a break and and This uh, is a really, come back. really girly one. Okay. Um, so it's right up your alley. No. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's a... Uh, <laughs> This is a um, a grapefruit beer, and it's pretty low grapefruit. alcohol, and it it's it's a good summer refreshing sort of thing. I was thinking of women who might want to drink this at the party last night, but um, oh, that's delicious! Yeah, grapefruit's good. It's if you good. like grapefruit, it's really oh, good. I do yeah. like grapefruit. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Congratulations, you win a mayonnaise and mint jelly sandwich. Mm, to claim that prize, write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voice email at 214-267-9287. And join us next time. We'll discuss if airplane bathrooms are fair for large people. Yeah, that's really important. I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. To be, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Little Chocolate Donuts, the breakfast of champions. Mm.